everybody, this is Sarita from Solhenge and welcome to my podcast in which we are interviewing mere mortals who have completely healed themselves and changed their lives through meditation. And I am beyond delighted to introduce my now very good friend, Janine Hurst, who I met um, through, through my meditation classes. So uh, she's got a great story to tell, really exciting. So welcome, Janine. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Sarita, for having me. It's been a great journey. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just want to give the listeners a bit of an overview. So you've been meditating now for, is it three years? Three years, yes, uh, three years. 2017. Okay. okay, so can you tell us a bit about um, what you were like before you started meditating? So you've told me... <laughs> you had an autoimmune condition. So how long did you have that for and how did it present itself in your life? You know, how did it affect you? Yeah, so um, I had it for about four or five years. Um, it started off where I would just be in complete crippling pain. Um, I'd be walking across the road or coming down the stairs and I would literally have to halt. It doesn't matter if there was a car coming towards me. Um, I literally couldn't move and I was, you know, screaming in pain. Wow. Okay. So how, old, how old were you? Oh gosh. Um, this was probably late twenties. Okay. Um, and I uh, had young children at the time as well. So, you know, for them, it was quite disturbing and distressing. Um, and I was in and out of hospital. They didn't really know what was wrong. Um, I think kind of by default, they decided that I had an autoimmune disease, but they couldn't quite name which one it was. Um, and this pain just continued and you know I had every painkiller possible um, but if it happened like my children had to help me to the toilet it was you know it was that that intense and I couldn't do anything um, so, and so yeah, did you have things like digestive issues and other things that were coming with that what what was uh, no I was just really tired and in a lot of pain no real digestive issues um, but just in really tired and a lot of pain um, it wouldn't really be after I ate anything spe specific or anything like that. So they asked me to, uh, you know, change my diet. Um, so cut out dairy, cut out meat, um, cut out wheat. Um, and I did find that I had more energy after cutting out meat. And uh, I think the pain probably did reduce in some ways. But in other ways, I was more tired. Um, and uh, I think that my skin really started to turn as well. I had a lot of acne uh, during this period, yeah. Okay, and is there something in your life that had happened or in your childhood that, had, that you can pinpoint, having done all your inner work now, <laughs> that sort of started you off on this road? Because obviously all, we now know that all disease is a manifestation of how you're thinking and feeling. So yeah. what was it? What was going on? So when I was younger, um, I had difficulty uh, with my mum uh, in our relationship. Um, I was kind of the unwanted middle child. Um, but um, also between the ages of uh, six to nine, I was raped and sexually abused for three years. Wow. Um, okay, that's and uh, so when I've gone inside and done the inner work, it's all about not being enough. It's about holding on to the pain and the trauma um, of, you know, those years, really. So you were holding on to this pain because obviously you were young. I'm assuming, did you tell anybody? Uh, at the age of nine, I told my mum, I suddenly realised, uh, which, you know, sounds crazy now, but I suddenly realised that it didn't happen to everybody and it was wrong, you know, and uh, yeah. yeah. So and, you uh, were holding on to this pain and then it started to express itself in your body yeah. when you had young children. Do you know how common that is? Yeah, It's yeah. really common for um, victims of abuse to start experiencing the symptoms after they've had their own children. I guess it's fear yeah. rising. Yeah, definitely. Especially, and I think part of it was about, you know, can I protect them? Yeah. Um, but at the time, I obviously didn't realise that. 
Okay, so you had all these physical symptoms. What about your kind of mental health? What was going on with that then? <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to know me back then. Let's just say that. <laughs> I was stressed uh, a lot of the time. I was grumpy. I had really bad mood swings. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, just really, really tired, really. I wouldn't take responsibility for my own actions. I was very much the victim. You know, it was everybody else doing everything to me. Um, at work, I was very blunt and direct and uh, not a very nice person, to be honest. Right, okay. So you, yeah, I mean, that, it's just more expression of your pain, isn't it? Yeah. So what led you to um, begin meditating then? Um, so I left my husband uh, when I was 30. It was a, a very uh, stressful uh, marriage. And um, to be honest, we shouldn't have been together. And, uh, you know, but I blamed him that, you know, it was all his fault. Um, but then one day it kind of came to me that uh, I was just lost and I needed to find myself. You know, I kind of buried myself in him and my children and, uh, and I needed to find myself. So I left him and then I started on a self-development path. And I think I was on it for probably about four years really when I so I started off with the secret oh, okay, <laughs> um, yeah. the best kept secret yeah. and then I moved to Abraham Hicks and then I moved to Wayne Dyer and somehow I think I was watching a video of Wayne Dyer and I came across Dr. Joe Dispenza the great and, Dispenza um, oh, like um and then I read to breaking uh, breaking the habit of being yourself yeah and uh, I started doing the meditation in that and I think that's when you know things really started to change and I attended one of his workshops in uh, 2017 um, his uh, progressive live in London and uh, literally blew my world open <laughs> okay so let's talk a bit for our viewers if, if if they've never meditated what started to change and shift in you were you doing meditation meditations with Abraham Hicks and Wayne Dyer or not really no it was only when I started reading breaking the habit of being yourself um what started to shift one is time seemed to slow down a little bit you know I seemed to just it was calmer things weren't so rushed um, and I think at first it wasn't really anything that I could actually put my finger on. It was just that I felt better. Um, and then my children started to notice that, you know, I wasn't so grumpy and I wasn't so, um, what was the word, firm with them. Um, we started to have more fun. I noticed there was more laughter in the house. And then I started to see that um, the decisions I was making were really my own, you know, or things that were happening in my life were my own choices. And I was choosing whatever was happening to me, not other people doing to me. And actually that felt, it felt a lot better to say, actually, you know, I can take the anger that I have towards that person away. And I, I started to feel lighter and I was just like, yeah, this is great. And then I started to meditate more and more. <laughs> so were you meditating sort of once a day and this is when you were noticing these shifts? Yeah. Um, so to start with, I think probably once every two or three days, you know, it took me a while to get into it because, um, you know, I'd never done anything like that before. And I kind of thought, am I doing it right? My brain was going over time. Yeah. You know, it, I hadn't really ever sat down to have just time to myself without the TV blaring or reading a book, you know, so uh, it was relatively like, I think I'm doing this wrong. And, you know, but there is no right or wrong, really. There is, is what yeah. I know now. <laughs> and so I assume in the beginning phases, you were more um, sitting within yourself and seeing these kind of conditioned 
thought patterns coming up, the ones that you're unworthy, that you're a victim, people are going to attack you, people are going to hurt you. You were watching those coming up and then clearing them. I imagine that's kind of the beginning process you were in. Yeah, definitely. I can't say it was easy. There were a lot of tears, a lot of resistance um, that sometimes did, you know, appear as irritability, more irritability, I suppose, at times. But I was able to hold on to that for myself and not push that onto, you know, my children who were around me or my colleagues, my staff members. Um, and that's kind of the difference for me, really, is that I was, I was feeling my feelings and and having some understanding of where they were coming from and that was really liberating and also I think what happens and it's a good thing to, to sort of say now is people are so scared of feeling the stuff that they've been pushing away and distracting and numbing themselves from that yeah. they won't go into it but actually when you sit in the feelings they're never as bad as you thought they do can feel worse as they come up and out but then they're on their way out you know that's right it's, it's, it's like you yeah you push it down and it builds up and it builds up and then the more it builds up the more fearful you become of it yeah. but then when you actually approach it it's, it's almost like it it dissipates you know maybe not in one go but it starts to dissipate and it's it's so much easier and you're like why didn't i do that ages ago yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the ego, isn't it? That's the mind kicking in and going, you don't want to go near there because that's going to be really fearful. That's right. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you started to clear all your stuff and then you started to meditate more and more. And you're a pretty good manifesting genius these days, aren't you? <laughs> I am indeed. <laughs> so tell us a bit about um, what, you know, how, when you started, it's, so you've you done probably you know you've done all your clearing and now what's happening you're beginning to go into the void you're beginning to learn to manifest what's shifting and changing for you now then okay so if I go right back to my very first progressive with Dr Joe, um because this is this was the real kind of changing moment for me in terms of manifesting anyway um so I sat there uh, in uh, Dr Joe's progressive and he did tuning into new potentials which is about holding on to um or having an item that you want to manifest um and connecting with the void and creating obviously the matter from energy and uh, so I put out there, you know, £20,000, because for me, that was a big thing. And if that was to happen, I knew that I had created it. Um, and so you uh, decided you're going to manifest £20,000. Okay. That's right, yeah. And so I wrote the symbol down in my book, because he tells you to write a symbol and to write a list of kind of uh, how that will, not how it will come, but what it looks like and how you will feel. Um, so during the meditation, I completely went into the void. Um, it was an amazing experience. At the end of the meditation, I was like, whoa, like, where, where have I been, you know? And I think it was the collective energy for me as well at that time that made the meditation much stronger. Yeah, I mean, the more people meditating at once, the stronger the power is, basically. Definitely. And that, that's even the case when you do it remotely as well. The energy yeah. connects remotely. You know, we all kind of know that anyway, but you can feel it. But anyway, so then this was in October. And then in November, I think it was, of 2017, the owner of the company I run um, sat me down. And we were having a, a meal, as we normally do. We, we catch up when he comes back from uh, being abroad. And uh, for the first time ever, he said to me, so how do you feel about a bonus? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, who's going to say no to a bonus? And uh, he goes, well, how much are you thinking? So I named a figure to him, which was something like £10,000 or something. And he was like, well, I'm thinking more about £20,000. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, that is my intention. Come to realise, you know. <laughs> I was so excited. Like, I got on the phone to all my friends afterwards. I was like, this works. <laughs> and uh, 
since then it just you know uh, items holidays relationships um, I've had so many changes in my life through manifesting um, and creating my own reality it's just it's really it's liberating and freeing and uh, there's just something really empowering about it and but knowing that I've actually been doing that all my life maybe but not knowing it so I've created these what I would have said then were negative situations by my thoughts and um, you know I've been bringing those into matter and bringing those into realization whereas now I know I was doing that and I do do that and now I can do it for good things that I want to happen and you know things that I want to have <laughs> so um yeah so basically you're a completely different person than you were three years ago very you very reinvented yourself and I mean as we all know the internal work never changes is just that we get better and better yeah. at having the tools to shift those kind of deep traumas and the deep pain that comes up but also do you not find that you're more as because you're more energetically sensitive, you can shift stuff as it's coming in, so you don't sit with it. Yes, I, you know, so before, whereas I would have gone into meditation, now I don't feel like I have to, you know, it can be a quick five or 10 minutes um, where I'm realizing it and then I'm letting it go. Um, and I also think that's the same with intention setting as well. I don't need to go into meditation to connect with the void. I can do it, you know, by just maybe having five minutes silence, you know, or five minutes time by myself um, and connecting that way. I would also say that at the beginning, I was very much centered on material things. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I don't need that. You know, abundance is not about money and about material things. It's about the people in your life, the relationships, how you feel about yourself, the quality of your life and your time with people. It's very, very different, you know. And bliss is not about knowing you have the money. It's about just feeling love, unconditional love for everyone and yourself and everything. <laughs> so you've basically yeah. completely fallen in love with life, which is yes. the whole thing. I mean, yes. you know, I think this is what happens when, when well, as you know, when the, once you learn how to manifest, because you know you can have anything and you're not going to ever be in need again, you don't desire anything yeah. except connection with other people. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, and the emotions just come, you know, like the, I cry because I'm so happy, you know, and I, I can't stop myself crying because I'm just so, it's just so good. You're in a permanent state of bliss. And tell us just now, how's your health these days? My health is absolutely amazing. So um, I have no pain. I can eat whatever I want. Um, and uh, I, I, so I haven't mentioned that um, shortly after I had my, uh, my son, um, I was going to be a surrogate mum for somebody and uh, I th somehow I ended up in hospital and I can't remember why um, and uh, they did, did lots of tests and said I was very lucky to have two children and uh, that um, it, it was very unlikely that I would have children again like it was 0.0001% chance to have children again um, and uh, at that time I had two children so I was very happy and you know and did consider myself very lucky um it was it was hard going back to the lady who I'd said I would you know carry her baby and let her know that I couldn't do that that was probably yeah. the hardest part of it but what happened is in uh I think it was 2018 um I went on a retreat and uh, it was another Dr Joe retreat and um I had a meditation and during this meditation I felt like this white beam of light come down and it was uh, going back and forth in my lower abdomen like a a laser printer you know wow and, okay. um, it was so warming it was so um I just felt really really light and warm during it and really loved 
And I came out and I was talking to this lady who was in my group and I said, oh, this is what happened. And she said, oh, it sounds like you've had a healing. She said, uh, you know, uh, have you got any problems down there? So I told her kind of what had happened, what the hospitals had said about, you know, being able to get pregnant and uh, not have children. And uh, she said, well, if I were you, I'd use contraceptive. And uh, I just <laughs> laughed at her, you know, thinking nothing of it. Anyway, um, came back and uh, just about to go on holiday two, two months later and uh, was in a lot of pain, went to hospital and uh, they told me that I was pregnant and uh, it turned out to be an ectopic pregnancy. But um, for the very fact that I couldn't, I was told that I couldn't get pregnant and I hadn't got pregnant in that whole seven year gap since being told wow. to have that experience in meditation, then come home, you know, have an intimate <laughs> experience with my partner and fall pregnant straight away. Um, although it was an ectopic pregnancy, um, it was just, uh, it, it was again for me like, wow, you know, and I think what I also let go of during that was a little part of me felt everyone else can be healed but me um, and then it was I realized that you know actually everything is open to me as well so that was another kind of uh, eye-opener for me that I am enough yeah and that yeah you get you get the same healing exactly energy as everybody else does that's just yeah. such an amazing story janine and i met you i think about a year ago yes and um i never would have guessed kind of the the illness and um the suffering that you that you'd been through you are literally the happiest person i've ever met <laughs> oh apart from me yes of course <laughs> so i think happy. that's how we get on so well <laughs> we're meditation addicts aren't we um that's fantastic and um would you ever 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 stop meditating ever again no i will never stop meditating and i always recommend it to people you know i'm forever seeing people and going look you know just try five minutes of meditation and talking about it all the time you know i just i think it's it for me it's better than any medication that any doctor any hospital can give you you know um you can heal yourself you know we can heal ourselves and this is proven time and time again and i think one of my frustrations is when i hear doctors say oh it was a miracle you know no the person invested in themselves they changed their energy field to become coherent and they have healed themselves like recognize this so that the whole world can know that they can do this you know i think we are i mean are moving that way it's yeah. just it's taking its its own sweet time but now you know yeah. with the with the advent of people like dr joe and you. hundreds and hundreds <laughs> thousands of people are standing up and going yeah i heal myself i heal myself i heal myself so it's miracles are as we know everyday occurrences they certainly yeah. are in my world <laughs> yeah i have to say though sarita i have to say a big thank you to you because um actually it was one of uh, my friends that introduced me to your meditation and when i did um i can't remember which one it was at the time i think it was tibetan heart meditation oh yeah um and it, oh, i just felt so loved up it's a very it's quite a short meditation in yeah, comparison is, yeah. to what i was doing um but i felt so loved up when i was doing it and uh, there was some part of listening to your voice and i knew that i had to um you know do some sessions do some one-to-one -one work with you and come on retreat that was fun <laughs> yeah, well, but do you remember when we did that meditation where I felt that uh, I had so much love and much more space in my chest to expand but it, my heart wouldn't I just felt like there was something sticking and uh, we did that work to remove uh, the padlock around my heart with a heart wall work yeah, yeah. Um, and that was just amazing and I think for the fact that you saw 
you saw what was there, what I saw in my meditation. You described it in the exact same detail as what I saw. Oh, you know? I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was amazing. And I just think that you have such a gift that, uh, you know, I really want you to take out to the world in a much larger capacity than what you're currently doing. Don't worry, I'll get there. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Bless you. And if you could say anything to um, anyone who's listening right now who's never meditated in their life and is considering it, what would you say? Oh gosh, in brief, um, what would I say? There is no right or wrong to meditation. Um, a lot of people say to me that they can't meditate because their mind won't stop. Um, and all I can say is that my mind was just on overdrive. Um, and um, your mind doesn't doesn't necessarily always it doesn't stop for the whole meditation but you can start to push those thoughts away and uh, and when you start to push those thoughts away and quieten your mind even if it's for a minute or two minutes you will realize the benefits of that and it's so worth it it will really improve your life even if you can do you know five minutes every day please give it a go give it a week two weeks trial and uh, you will notice the difference and will not want to stop <laughs> i've seen uh, three minutes a day of tibetan heart in one week, I've seen people's relationships heal. I mean, yeah. just amazing miracles. Yeah. Three minutes a day. It's, it's yeah. extraordinary, yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. What an incredible story. I'm so happy that you're like this now. <laughs> and you're now taking what you know out and helping other people as well. So that's absolutely incredible. And you're stepping into your purpose as well, which is just great, isn't it? It feels so good. It really does feel good. The yeah. best place I've, I've been in for my entire life, you know. Yeah. And I have you, Dr. Joe Wayne Dyer, everybody to thank for that, you know. Um, but also myself for, for uh, loving myself enough to do it. Yeah, well done, Janine. <laughs> thank <Hi>. you. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And maybe we'll do another round in a year and see where everyone has got to since this now moment. <laughs> thank you and have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.